All right, welcome to another episode of the Streaking the Lawn podcast. Once again, my name is Pearson. Once again, I've got Zach with me. Hello, Zach. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm tired. Doing well. It's college, but yeah, hey, man, you crushing it. winning. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, <laughs> go who's go who's in the classroom. Go who's on the gridiron. <laughs> Where you know we've we've got a a little to discuss, of course, about the who's being two and zero. But this is an exciting episode that we've got for you because we got one of our favorite guests, Tate Frazier, is back on the program. So uh, we talked to him uh, about Carolina and and that game coming up on Saturday. So stay tuned for that. But before we do that, of course, we want to talk a little bit about that big win over the fight in Illini, a game that, uh, you know, I think we all expected to be a pretty big win uh, after Illinois blowing that um, week before to UTSA. It's, it's sort of like, okay, the who's look good. I think they can handle, even though this is a big 10 team who beat Nebraska. Uh, and we said, so we don't really know exactly what that's going to be. Yeah. UVA came out with flying colors, just not exactly on the scoreboard immediately, you know, like they were winning, but it, it wasn't um, a blowout on paper. It just sort of looked like a blowout. So Zach in the, in the panic meter, which obviously never got very high, but it, it, did he ever get one out of 10 for you in, in, in this game? Yeah. I mean, th- th- there was a point like coming out of halftime where Illinois just rattled off a, a pretty comfortable, like four mm. play 75 yard, two minute drive um, to bring it with, within seven points where you kind of thought to yourself after seeing the first half and sort of the numbers that Brennan was putting up, like, wait, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, after that, we, why we it, rattled. Why is it close? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this shouldn't be, this shouldn't be like this. Yeah. Um, but you know, after that, Brennan settled back in the offense started putting points up again. And I don't think Illinois really threatened to score after that point. Um, and, you know, I, really? I think you just, you have to be happy. Like it, for, 42 to 14 is a dominant win. And yet it felt, like it could have been way more than that, mm-hmm. um, which good thing, bad thing. At least they have something to improve on, right? Like I mean, you know, Brennan was was ridiculous. I mean, four hundred five yards passing, five yeah. touchdowns, thirty one yards running, um, one pick that was by no means his fault. No, you know? so like <laughs> if that's like the blemish on his record, then it's yeah. like yeah, I mean that would have been his sixth touchdown. Like you know, if yeah, that, yeah. If that I mean right. to to answer some of the questions, I guess that we had, you know, Talapapa ten carries. Um, only 35 yards on those carries, but you know, no real issues with, with how he looked. Brennan carried the ball. Well, uh, key Tom carried the ball pretty well. Again, uh, Darrington, I was really happy to see Darrington and Hollins both get four carries, uh, yeah. both made it over 20 yards total on those carries as well. Keaton's touchdown run though. Woo-hoo. Oh, he, he said, he, you know, get off of me. It was for a said tall, three or four guy, times. Yeah. For a tall, skinny guy. He runs so low. And it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy just the the contact he can take. I will say, like, for the running backs, you want to see a little bit more, like, consistency because I think each of them had a couple, like, a long run and then mm. were kind of stuffed otherwise. So, like, it would be nice to see them get more comfortable. I mean, Wayne, 10 carry, like, it, obviously it's going to be by committee this year, but, you know, hopefully we can use the offensive line a little bit more and more mm-hmm. as we're mm-hmm. going. We didn't see, you know, the, the Jacob Rodriguez stuff as much. Ira had four carries mm-hmm. for – negative and some of that was in garbage garbage time time. yeah Yeah. at least two or three of those runs yeah pretty pretty late so if you were worried about the four quarterback or whatever i mean it's keaton and brennan like we're not i I think that that was probably some fool's gold week one just to see what the heck they could do with it jelani woods i mean like i mean leg cramps answered that question and then yeah i mean (laughs) five receptions 122 yards and a touchdown could have been more that first drive was ridiculously dominant. And it felt like once we started going back to him, mm-hmm. 
is when everything started working again. Like there were moments, there was a stretch in the first half where it was like, where did the offense go? And then you start getting um, Jelani involved again and, and things are clicking. I mean, there were, yeah. you know, again, Kemp, Thompson, Wicks, Henry, the, the, those, those four wideouts each had, each had over 50 yards. Um, Wicks is two touchdowns, yeah. 69 yeah. yards. I mean, well, I was going to say, like we were saying last week, you know, too many mouths to feed, so to speak, right. in right. in some of these possessions. Um, maybe it's an unusual amount of possessions or, or plays at least because of how much Virginia was rolling, but five catches for Woods, three catches for Henry, but 74 right. yards, three catches for Wicks, but two touchdowns, five yeah, catches right. for Thompson. So not even including his runs, six catches for Kemp to lead the team. Uh, one catch for Brendan Armstrong who needed a reception <laughs> to add to his quarterback player of the week for the second week of the row in the ACC. I, they spread it around, you know, like yeah. I, I don't think anybody is, is going, well, I wish utilized a little and that that voice right. that I'm making fun of is me a week yeah, ago because week, i was yeah. saying that because i was a little uh curious yeah. about wow. using using the running back so um they answered some of those questions i think you're spot on the the running backs didn't you know it's weird to look at the average when right. 18 right. of those 20 some yards came on one run right exactly. so yeah. I mean, um, it's it's burst it's, it's going like to be harder against better yeah. defenses right. for sure right. um, which is sort of the same thing it's always sort of been you know right. at least under an eye it's it's like can we get this running game going so I don't know. The offense just is this like spread it around and dink and dunk, but also a long bomb and also a seam route to the tight end. So maybe it's just never meant to be, you know, 15 (laughs) carries for Mike Collins or something like that. I mean, when, when Brennan's slinging it, like he was slinging it, I think, Mm -hmm. I mean, the the concern is, is when you're going against better, a better secondary and, Brennan has an off game and he's not hitting guys on the dot or pass rush. They right. doesn't have the time. Yeah, of course. Right, exactly. And so, you know, that's when the question mark comes up of, okay, that's when we're going to need to establish something real in the run game. But I mean, you can't criticize them for what they did to Illinois. Like you, you yeah. can't like, the, okay, there were points that they could have, uh, you know, points that they left, um, you know, on the board that they, they could have got, but I mean, and then you look defensively. I mean, 14 points to Illinois. I mean, there were there were a couple points where you, you questioned the run defense, but the secondary was strong. You know, they came up yep. with a Noah Taylor, two um, sacks. Noah Taylor's, you know, I mean, and the defensive line isn't isn't phenomenal. They, they're not, you know, causing tons of havoc, but mm-hmm. I mean, they, they didn't make it easy. And, and, and the secondary is not, has not shown that much weakness. Um, no, no. But, like not you, you at have all. to yeah. be confident. You, you yeah. have to be confident. And it's Illinois. And we don't know what Illinois is. No one knows. It's true. I mean, is. you know, we'll get into it with Tate, of course. The, this this game on Saturday is a whole nother level. Even though Carolina looks beatable and looks shaky, right. this is a, a big step up in competition. But um, before we get into the interview, it's just you and me, but we're still gonna do three stars. How about I go ahead? I'm doing two stars cheating, but it's because our first star is the obvious Brennan Armstrong. So let's right. get that out of the way. Yes. Um, like you already said, just a, a unbelievable statistical game, uh, but also a game where he just looked cool, calm, collected, exactly what you want your quarterback captain to be. Uh, you know, 405 yards and five touchdowns is is hard to argue with there. So we move on to maybe maybe more stars that we've already thrown out. But who are you, who are you going to pick for your official star of the game? Yeah, so I'm going to go Anthony Johnson. You know, how Ooh, to pick. I, a little, yeah, a little. I feel All like right. I, you know, Caroline's not here. I got yeah. go defense. I can't okay, okay. go. You know, I got to mix it up. Um, he's looked strong. He came into a starting role, I think, uh, this week after not starting against William and Mary. If, yeah. if my depth chart writing. Uh, 
<laughs> if, if my brain can remember what I wrote. Sure, sure. Um, you know, Louisville transfer starting to get comfortable, sort of similar to to Jelani Woods. You know, he's he's adapting, and and you know that was a an elite interception he got in that jump ball. Like that was it was very nice. contorting. Mm-hmm. You know, he was with the receiver the whole time, and then turned to the ball in time to make a play on it. I thought that was um, incredibly impressive, and you know, just as a sort of a sign of the secondary as a whole, just like being a little bit more experienced, being um, able to make plays like that, and and that's going to be huge. You know, this this week, obviously, and and moving forward for this team because that's a big question mark that we don't know. If, will be answered but but you have to like what you what you see and and i love what i've seen from johnson so far i love it man a great pick there for sure great pick <laughs> okay um you know i, I it's funny i did i didn't go thinking i wanted to repeat obviously jelani woods is a great uh candidate as well but i gotta go Dontavian wicks man just he looks like that dude and he he's does. got two scores i'm just so excited to see that um he's bringing it with the hype that we we wanted to see before his injury and and it's just so you know how many how many times does the injury lead to just never being the same and we didn't get to see him pre-injury but so far so good post injuries so it's just so awesome to see a playmaker out there um because you know brennan's got a got a lot of mouths to feed but when you can have that guy who starts to take maybe take some focus away from woods you know you got this this freak who you're going how are you going to guard him but if you focus too much you bring that safety just on woods well right wicks clearly can beat some corners and you leave him one-on-one, uh, you're going to have a bad time. So it, it sounds like, or it looks to me like the attack is really coming together with a bunch of different focal points. And that is, as I'm sure everybody knows, impossible to defend against if you're able to spread it around effectively. So Wix, you're my dude, man. You get you get my sorry again this week too. So let's let's keep it up. Let's get two more scores down in Chapel Hill. But uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. But yeah, let's jump into this interview with Tate Fraser and uh, talk about the heels. All right. So welcoming in our special guest, a returning guest, maybe uh, I think top one or two now in times on the Streaking Line podcast as a special guest. Uh, you know him. From uh, Football School's newest show, and of course, Titus and Tate, uh, one of our favorite podcasts here, and one of, again, our favorite guests, Tate Frazier, back on the pod. Tate, how are you? Oh, it's great to be here, guys. I uh, that that was a uh, that 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 got me fired up. I feel like I'm a part <laughs> of the family. It feels like of I'm course. coming home to see some friends. Uh, as you got, as you both know, I, I have a, a slight affinity for Virginia sports. You know what I mean. So it's uh, it's great to be back. God's plan, all the yes, above. Sir. Shout out to Kyle Guy. Shout out to Ty Jerome. Shout out to DeAndre <laughs> Hunter. And uh, it's great to talk about Carolina and UVA this week. You've always been very kind to the Wahoos, uh, even <laughs> even in those rivalry moments of of which Ooh. we are are long accustomed to the ups and downs of how those go. I, so. I never, I never wanted to be called a sore loser in my life. I always <laughs> wanted to have good sportsmanship. So uh, you guys, you guys hopefully will return the favor. If Carolina ever beats you again, at this point, we're not sure if that'll happen. It has been an uh, unbelievably weird thing to see a streak like this. And yeah, you know, we're Virginia fans. We're used to being cynical about losing all the time. Obviously the basketball program is in a great place. It looks yep. like the football program is getting there, but you know, it's, it's UNC that, that we know had the hype coming into this year. 
we don't need to rehash week one for the heels, but I, I am curious <laughs> to, you know, uh, I, I don't need to make jokes you've already made, you know, oh, I, man. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm curious, where do things stand, of course, among the Carolina faithful and, you know, now you're one and one but two very different opponents. This is a huge game, a huge game for both teams. Yeah, this this kind of determines our season a little bit. You know what I mean? Going into the season, like you said, um, I learned this about, so obviously I'm a college basketball media guy. I kind of understand the media landscape. I used to cover North Carolina football when I was in college for Mm. Inside Carolina. So I had an understanding of kind of the, the college football landscape at that time. It's changed a lot. And I say this because, I was talking to a, I won't name names, but I was talking to a college football media person and they were talking about Carolina before they played at Virginia Tech. Mm -hmm. And they said to me, and I promise this is true. They said, yeah, I love the heels. I love their running backs. This is what he said. I love their running backs. And again, Javante Williams (laughs) now now, now playing for the Denver Broncos, Michael Carter now playing for the New York Jets. They are not on North Carolina football team. That was my first red flag. I was like, oh my God. The, the prognosticators don't even know that we don't have a running back. Yeah. And, uh, so I was a little skeptical going into the season because of that. Right. We, mm. we lost two great backs and uh, you go up to lane stadium at any time, as you guys know, it's a very tough place to play. It's a very sure. lunch pail situation. You know, it's a lot of people jingling keys. Oh, they jingle, and, they jingle, they, oh, you know, oh, they're jumping. You don't have to oh. get me started about Lane Stadium. <laughs> it's a, it's like a hell on earth to me. Um, you know, I've been there multiple times when Carolina has has lost there. So yeah, that was a that was a game you circle and say this could be a trap game. It turns out that it was, and uh, and and like you said, on the other side of that game, the first ACC we had game we have is against a team that has owned us for the past five years, and. Uh, I I would really hate to see North Carolina go zero and two against the you know the state of Virginia. Oh yeah, but that's what the schedule makers want us to be. They want us to be zero and two in the ACC and break my heart. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen. I mean, there's so many themes with this game in particular. You got you got the Who's who are trying to establish themselves as like a football program that is has yep. a successful foundation. Now you've got Mac Brown who's trying to say we are here to take the coastal, you know, and that's still yeah. obviously the door's still open. But the recruiting undertones between all three schools, Virginia Tech and UNC and UVA are massive. Zach, I know you follow this recruiting a lot. You know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It seems like a lot of the coaches on the social media are taking this a little more personally this year than uh, in previous years. I don't know if that's Dre Bly's fault specifically. Or... It is. It's Dre Bly's fault. <laughs> all right. That makes sense then. It's Ronald Curry's fault, really. I think yeah, that's it, always, yeah. it, it always goes back to Ronald Curry. I, I, I really want to hear Zach's thoughts about these coaches. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't know what the Virginia coaches are saying, Zach. So can you get me up to date on that quickly? And then I'm then I'll then I'll let you know how we're feeling if we go 0-2, because that might break my heart. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, for what I've seen, there's just a lot of talking. Um, I mean, Mandy Alonso but what, is. But, but, what, but what are they saying? That's what I want to hear. I know they're talking, but what are they saying? That's what, that's what I think this is the right way to put your hands to the, the two up, two, two, up down, two down. A lot of yeah, very two up, two down. I see that. I get it. I get it. I know that people, especially in the UNC fan base, are not happy with Mandy Alonso right now. Um, yeah, I've heard I think, the name. Yeah, no, he is. Uh, I mean, I think if you're UVA, like you have to love the swagger a little bit, just like because UVA football for the longest time growing up for me, like it was just 
it's just nothing. Like, there's just nothing. And now it's like we have coaches posting GIFs and like everything. GIFs, wow, whatever you say. I'm, I, I, should, <laughs> I, I think GIF is right, Zach. Yeah, I think that's Jeff what I right. say. And then people <laughs> yeah. yell at me. Anyway, they get mad at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it's nice to have some swagger. It's nice to like have coaches that are hyped up. I mean, I was at some like, uh, student thing earlier this year just like to hear coaches be excited about football and not just be sort of you know robots um is a lot of fun and and it definitely gets people excited about games like this yeah I think it's one of those things where we both both schools are in agreement that we should be football powerhouses right you know like if if, if you if you look around the landscape and you think about the lineage and you think about the history and you think about the what ifs right Virginia Virginia football, I mean, look, I, I'm from Henderson, North Carolina. I'm 15 miles from the Virginia border. Uh, my dad used to work in Richmond, Virginia. I, I I know Virginia, you know. I know Virginia <laughs> Beach. I know Newport News. I know Hampton. I know King's Dominion. You know, I, I The understand. whole 64 <laughs> corridor is yours. You got it. I got it. I got it. I, I understand it. I, I, I like Virginia, you know what I mean? And Virginia should be good at football. North Carolina should be better at football, you know what I mean? We <laughs> – we should be dominating in football and you guys should also be elite at football. That, that, I think that's what we can both agree on. And what's happening right, right now is that you guys have the potential to take us down from the dream of being elite to just being regular. Oof. And that also will bump you guys up from being, uh, you know, bottom dwellers to being regular. And I, and I think that that should happen, but now, now it's, it's, it's at, it's at our own, you know, expense. And that I yep. think is what is terrifying North Carolina fans because NC state, this is what they usually do. Like when yeah. Butch Davis was mm. here, you know, Tom O'Brien was at NC state and, you know, Russell Wilson made our life a living hell, even though we were better, <laughs> even though we should have beat them every single time, <laughs> Russell Wilson found a way to win the game. Right. So yep. Until until he finally left and went to Wisconsin, and we all you know jumped up and down, and then Gio, and Gio Bernard ran the kickback. Right, that was the way we got over those demons. So we know that we have to get over these Virginia demons. We know that also, like you said, there's excitement in the air in Charlottesville. You guys believe in Mendenhall. You think you're building a culture. Uh, Mandy Alonzo has said that you know that you guys have a culture that is is willing to to push the limits against our team, who's mm-hmm. more flair. Um, right. You know, so. We, we understand what it like the, the cultural uh, battle that is going to happen this Saturday. And the thing that I'm more scared about is that we have everything to lose and you guys have nothing to lose. You know what I mean? Right. You're, you're the, the line opens up and it's 10. Ten. Yeah, I'm like, who was... made this line? Yeah. That, that's insane. That's insane. It's like Duke like, fans I, I just would, trying to get would, you into it. has to be. It has to be. Tech. That's the only thing that makes sense. I don't know who made that line. I know that it was a way to uh, put us into a trap game situation. I hope that North Carolina shows up. And you guys have scored 40 points in both your first two games. And if you watch Illinois in week one, Illinois did not look terrible. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, Illinois is not horrible. I I, I understand they might be different on the road than they were, you know, at home. But, my goodness, I I think UVA looks really good right now. And the fact that Vegas doesn't think so scares me even more. So, I I say all that to say – Virginia, you guys should be happy where they are right now. <laughs> right. I think I think UVA fans are definitely happy where they are. For well, I hope they are at least. I think the line has a lot to do with even recent history, even with Bryce Perkins, not a lot of success on the road 
So, you yeah. know, there, there's a, a big difference between UVA traveling and UVA and Scott Stadium. Um, you know, those 30,000 fans, they come out, Tate, they've got their Zimas and their Rosé. Yeah. And it's just a it's a ferocious home home field <laughs> advantage here in Charlottesville. I, so look, trust me, I am a part of the wine and cheese. Crowd, no, I know. So I, I <laughs> no. You know, I understand. It's the Spider-Man meme. Uh, it yeah, always yeah. it always is for us. But yes. <laughs> regardless the, the who's just haven't been the same uh, on the road most more often than not and you know unc may have shown that they're not going to be uh perhaps top 10 this year not that that door's closed on that but, but obviously dropping that opener but still you've got sam Howell. i mean he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the country so there's there's enough talent on that roster who's shown that, that they're capable of, of playing real well that i i get why the heels are favored 10 did seem a little bit of a stretch though. 10, 10 is wild and it's already down to nine and it'll yeah. keep going down. I assume because I, I, w- I would think I like to believe that Vegas is, or the people that are betting in Vegas are smart enough to know that Virginia has North Carolina's number at this point. And the only upside of this is that unfortunately for you guys, your rival, I, I don't even know if you call tech a rival, but I guess if you call tech a rival, <laughs> Tech tech punched us in the mouth already. So at least we have been hit in the mouth. I would be a lot more terrified, to be quite honest with you, if our season started Georgia State, we've only played one game, and then you guys were coming yeah. to town. Then I would be then I would almost bet everything I have money lined that Virginia wins that game because it, it just is a, a recipe for disaster. The good news is Carolina has been hit in the mouth. So maybe if Virginia does come out and you guys are controlling time of possession and things aren't going the right way. We have a little bit of a, hey, we're a second-half team. We, we've been down before. We, we had a chance against Virginia Tech. Everything went wrong, and we still had a mm-hmm. chance. So let's keep that same mentality as we head into the second half. Um, but Mendenhall is 6-20 and 20 on the road during his career as a head coach. 6-20 and 20 on the mm-hmm. road. Two of those times, two of the six, have been in Chapel Hill. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. For it, Chapel like, Hill. again – I mean, again, like Virginia fans should be very happy and very pleased with the, the way things are set up right now. It, it's getting to the point where I'm already writing Duke off. You know, Duke fans yeah. are upset with me. I think Duke will be dead when Coach K leaves. Yeah. Um, so, like, RIP Duke. They, they suck at everything now. Welcome to the bottom. <laughs> um, but I but I want to replace Duke with Virginia. You know what I mean? But that's my plan. My big, my big yeah. brain idea is that the new greatest rivalry, not only in basketball, but in football and in basketball, is between the great state of Virginia, the great state of North Carolina, Duke, RIP, NC State. We forgot that you were there, but also RIP, I guess. <laughs> or, or, or do what you ever do whatever you want to do. We don't care. Um, and then we move forward as this All great right. rivalry. I, th- I, think that's our, I think that's our best plan of attack so that everybody's happy. And at least if I lose to you guys, I'm like, hey, it's a rivalry game. Anything can happen. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I mean, it. you know, we've got the name, the South Soldiers rivalry. We've got yeah. – we've, you're playing NCAA football 2014. It comes up and says it's a rivalry game. We just need uh, – we need the teams to, I think, to coalesce a little angrier around it, you know, make it, make yeah. it a little more of an emotional rivalry for sure. I mean, and if you think about it, like just historically in this country, I mean, Virginia and North Carolina, we were pretty much tethered together. Yeah. North Carolina said what we disagreed with whatever Virginia did. You know what I mean? Like if Virginia was doing it, we were doing it. You know what I mean? And that's, I think that's the yeah. problem at the end of the day. Like, you know, football was made as like a sport for, kids that didn't have to go to war anymore that's like how it came to be in college football so like we're still living under the little brother shadow of like listening <laughs> to virginia and just doing what they do so all uh, right 
I take Man. I take blame for that too. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, there's someone it, out here, maybe even Zach, who's listening, going, "This sounds like a thesis that I'm gonna write. <laughs> that we're gonna say athletic right. rivalries in the frame of yes, antebellum southern history." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. How does it connect? It's Who perfect. What, yes, what the Jim what Crow mean? era can tell us about college football? Yeah. Oh, they, a lot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Zach. Zach. That is literally there. It is right there. That's a that's a journal I'd read. I look forward to the book, Zach. Zach, I, I got a question for you. I want to ask you this, and then we'll we'll see if it lines up with Tate's opinion of the heels. Zach, going into this game after two, you've seen from UVA. What would you say um, position wise is the biggest weakness for the Who's? Mm. I mean, I, I would still say. Gosh, I mean, you look at the offense and you have to be happy right now. You have to be happy with the offensive line. Obviously, quarterback, wide receiver group looks good. Jelani Woods um, makes everything better there. Running back, small question mark, but you have the the offensive line. You think everything works out. I think the secondary still, I think especially against Sam Howell, like you you just, Mm -hmm. they've looked good through two games. It's also Illinois Mm -hmm. and it's it's William and Mary. So, you know, I like what I've seen there, right? I mean, guys um, have stepped up and, and, you know, new guys you know uh, transfers and and whatnot have have looked good but I still think you have to sort of question how it's going to hold up against UNC's passing game and I know that they don't have the weapons that they've had in the past but it's you know it's still the arm um that you're playing against and you know he's going to be able to put balls in windows that they're not accustomed to to defending against and so I I would still say the secondary I think it's going to be a high scoring game no matter what happens and the secondary is going to be what could make or break it for us yeah. What was the score last year? 44 to 41, right? If I get that correct, you guys. That sounds I correct to me. Yeah. I, Let's go I, with it. That's what I feel like. <laughs> I feel like that's what this game is. And I yeah. think you just said it, Zach. I think it's a very up and down game. Uh, North Carolina's defense so far has been suspect. And uh, I mean, I think everyone was very excited about the D-line, um, about right. the talent that we had brought into the D-line. But mm-hmm. what, we, what, what we didn't take into account, right? is that even though they're talented five-star, four-star kids that are coming in, they have to play to be able to become and, and, and deliver on that talent. And right now, North Carolina is playing our seniors, our six-year seniors, uh, our, our juniors, you know what I mean? And we don't – we aren't really we're, – we're trying to work in our rah-rah Dilworths, you know what I mean, and get them more <laughs> stabbed, our, our five-stars. And so it's a weird uh, shift into the Mac. We're, we're actually getting into the Mac Brown era of talent, right? Yeah. But we right. have to play that talent. And uh, so I could see UVA putting up a lot of points against us. Our O-line has been horrible, even though they're the exact same group that came huh. back from last year. And what we realized was uh, maybe our O-line wasn't so great last year. It was just that we had two great running backs. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Th- they were able to find those holes that uh, our current backs can't figure out. So um it's you know when you talk to like any football guy like if Trent Dilfer was on the show he'd be like it all comes down to the trenches and and then we'd all nod yeah Yeah. exactly we'd all nod go of course it does of course it does unfortunately (laughs) unfortunately for North Carolina um we have not looked good in the trenches so far I mean Virginia Tech hit us in the mouth and and didn't stop all game so if Virginia has that makeup and that mentality like with your O-line I could see you guys having a field day with our deal and then that obviously is a trickle down effect and a domino yeah. effect that leads to uh, not a fun day in Keenan Stadium. So uh, yeah, I, I don't th- like. Yeah. I, I hope your secondary sucks, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think that the D line for Virginia has some talent on it. Like Noah Taylor is is a, a stud. People people know what he's bringing, and there's some big bodies in the middle, including Mandy Alonzo. So I I don't want to come off as saying like the D line doesn't have the talent or the depth, but the 
they haven't been really the havoc creators that you see right. in a Virginia Tech defense this no, year. Yeah. And, yeah. and I mean, yeah, small sample size, but against two teams that you would hope they would beat up on. I'm not solid on the D line being able to get in house face enough, certainly not to the way that the tech did, but to Tate, to hear you say that it might be a UNC O-line issue. Maybe that bodes well for the who's. I mean, I will say we had in two games, we have four combined sacks in games where we've let up 14 total points. So it's no, like, no, I'm, again, yeah, yeah. I'm not like harsh. No, 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 no. I'm saying that we, yeah. we haven't got the pressure. Gotcha, I'm agreeing gotcha. with you. Yeah. Like we yeah. haven't hit, got the, the, the pressure there. And, and two of those sacks are Noah Taylor. And so it's, yeah. it's just, you know, a question of, can we actually get there? Even if the O-line is suspect. Is Mandy Alonzo good? That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, I mean, like how I, good? Not, he's not going to, win any awards <laughs> okay. so like why is he talking you know what uh, i mean that's, that's all i'm asking i'm just a trying to veteran out, you, know? you know he's like the guy okay, one, so he's older he's, he's like older. the jack soul yeah, yeah yeah you know oh okay <laughs> no. like that, honestly now i get it i like i didn't get it until you just said that now i get it okay but, so but he talks yeah yeah he, he's he's okay i get it now i mean so i saw the bulletin board you know i i you know have some people around the team that sent me that they're like virginia's talking shit they're trying to get me fired up. And I'm like, <laughs> Come on, take it fired up. I know, but I'm I'm like, God. They're like, what are you gonna do about this, <laughs> Tate? Yeah, right yeah. Here? What, 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 what get on that do? streaking the lawn podcast, Tate, and talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then look, and it's been five years. You know what I mean? Like the it was, the best part about it is like when I was in school, we we beat Virginia. Like I think I was three and one. You know what I there mean? So like, yeah, yeah. It was it was not even a, a, a concern really, right? And then I leave, and then we haven't won since 2016. I left in 2015 um so in general i don't mind that you're talking shit i just why why feed the wolves you know what i mean like totally our agree team, our, yeah. our team is already like trying to find something to fire them up yeah. you know yeah. other than reading their own press clippings yeah. and the fact that mandy alonzo actually gave us some boys and more material <laughs> like if i was mendenhall i would have gone up to him and be like shut the fuck up yeah like, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? like that like there's no t- yeah. there, like we don't need this you know what i yeah. mean don't tell them what we already know we already know this we we know this let them find out if it's <laughs> true if you're gonna beat them up let them find out you know oh, like, that, i mean look exactly don't don't put carolina on to what yeah. you're planning on doing and uh i will say i mean you mentioned dre bligh I mean, these guys, they're recruiting Virginia. Like, I mean, yeah, and that's always sure. been when North, when, North, when North Carolina football has been in its height, and you guys know this, we have taken over Hampton, Virginia, Newport News, the Tidewater area. We have, yeah. we have recruited that well. And that's what Virginia Tech wants. That's what Virginia wants. Mendenhall is a little, a little bit different, right? His recruiting is, is not necessarily, you know, sure. to the quote-unquote freaks as we talk, you know, yeah. I mean, the five-star freaks from the Tidewater. But that's what North Carolina wants. And they know that to get those kids, they have to kind of, um, make sure it's known that that Virginia and Virginia Tech are second tier to them. Yeah, and so these games are important for recruiting. I think we talked about at the top of the show. So that's the, the the only thing that's really firing up our staff and our team is like recruiting wars. <laughs> and like, and if you're already on the like team, Zach Rice. Know, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're already yeah. on the team, you're like, I don't want someone to come in and take my job. So like, I don't really <laughs> care about recruiting. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I wonder what. Uh, yeah, how many? I, I think. As long as Mac has the staff he has there, like they're they're gonna have that swag. The 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 kids are gonna want to come play for. But uh, we said a couple weeks ago, the worst thing for Virginia's chances in Chapel Hill is Carolina losing in Blacksburg. Yeah, for sure. 
And sure enough, we're, we're sitting there going like, okay, we're sort of enjoying, you know, it's like both teams we want to watch lose. So we'll, we'll take the good yeah. with the bad, but we don't like happy Hokies. And we certainly don't like uh UNC team with its, you know, back against the wall a little bit. I mean, it seems so absurd in week three, but we keep coming back to it. Like this is just, yeah. just massive for them. So I don't know. I, 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 if we're doing predictions real quick, I, I, I got a hedge and say that the, that UNC is actually going to win this one, but oh, I might wow. sound like an idiot come Saturday <laughs> night. So honestly, hedge, hedge your heart, hedge your heart. Yeah. I, I, uh, I picked Virginia tech to beat North Carolina. I just want that. And not only did I pick it, I bet it so that it wouldn't happen. I was like, if I bet <laughs> on Virginia tech, there's no way that they win this game. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that's yeah, how yeah, far yeah. I went the other way. So when they yeah. won, I like get the email that's like, you know, you're going to get your $250. It's yeah. like, I, I literally hate this email. <laughs> dirty money, so Tate. Yeah, dirty, yeah, dirty, dirty money. <laughs> I didn't do anything good with it. I just threw it away. Uh, it's trash. It's not even money. Um, but it, it, if I really had to make a prediction, right, I I think five years is a long time to beat one team. And, and I have to think that there is going to be, uh, especially at home, like if we were playing in Charlottesville, I'd probably take Virginia, to be quite honest with you. But playing at home, I have to assume that the Tar Heels can get it together. I am I am five percent confident in this pick, but I think that I think that North Carolina wins by a field goal, and I think it's a a very ugly game at first. I think Virginia is dominating early, um, and I think North Carolina has like a big second half. Virginia comes back late, you know, makes one last push. And uh, and we hold on by a field goal. Um, All right. You guys, you guys are coming down the field. We're up three. You have a chance to score, but we get a big <laughs> defensive stop. All right. And we all celebrate. That's I what see I it in my mind. I see it. <laughs> yeah. I see it happening. 41-38. All right. Sorry. Well, Zach, Let's are go. you are you gonna bring in? We don't have Caroline here, Zach. Yeah. There's got to be some orange and blue <laughs> optimism. Zach, I think you got to take the Wahoos. If we yeah. have <laughs> literally, I'm we changing were... my pick. When, when I heard Pierce. I was thinking like, oh, yeah, like I'm going to side with Piercer. But now that I've heard both of you go, I'm going 35, 31 us. All right. (laughs) Um, Back and forth. Yeah. I mean, Brennan's on fire. I I just like, I don't know, ride ride that hand. I mean, obviously, Howell's Howell. And I'm not going to say that Brennan's better. But um, I I think the weapons we got, I'm confident us putting up points. And the defense has been, you know, as good as, as it could have been so far. Um, secondary hasn't been horrible. So, you know, as that might, you know, with that being my biggest weakness, I'm at least a little bit confident. So I, I think we, we plattled a touchdown a couple minutes left and then, and then hold UNC. I don't know, maybe to a, a field goal. I don't know something, but I, I see right. us pulling it out. Gutty win three and oh, feeling like the Kings oh, of the coastal. God. And then we're going to tank the rest Who's of the season. Yeah. Yeah. The November sucks. It is very funny. That, like we're all in the coastal division of the ACC. So we all have hope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> everyone in the Atlantic division is like every year. They're like, damn, Clemson's going to beat the shit out of us. And, like everyone in the coastal is like, it's our year. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, we like, suck, it's but our it's our year. year. Yeah. yeah. It's like, we got to win the coastal. Like at least we got to win the coastal. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, I tell you, I can't let you get out of here. I know we only have you for a few more minutes, and and thanks again for being here. But I, of course, it's something we've run around a bunch um, on this podcast. Obviously, it's something that you and our friend Mark Titus talk about a lot <laughs> on Titus and Tate um, conference realignment. The craziness that that we went through this past offseason, the stuff that's still going on with you know Big Twelves bringing in 
schools from all across the nation to, to join. I don't know what total they're at now. I know it's not 12. I don't know <laughs> if that total gets them to 12. But anyway, the one thing that, that I've said on here a couple of times or that I keep coming back to is if, if we all know money drives this, right? And we all know three of us sports fans, a lot of the people listening right now care about things other than money when this is involved. Not that we're blind to what money does for our athletic program in schools. We'd like that. But we like the rivalries. We like like the, yeah. the silly coastal, con- you know, we like yeah, the stuff yeah. that, that we have that emotional uh, holding on to. And we know that none of that actually matters to the decision makers. <laughs> so yeah. that I, I all long-windedly frame isn't the smartest thing knowing that none of that that we we care about matters isn't it unc and uva except the inevitable big 10 invitation oh god no i i i I cannot go to the big 10 because my (laughs) whole life my whole life is has been working under the guise that the acc (laughs) is better than the big 10 right like that is that's how i live my life and like you, you can never change my opinion on that. You can show me all the stats. <laughs> you can give me all the test scores. You can give me all the championships. You can, you can literally, you can give me the greatest presentation I've ever seen. Pat Riley could throw his rings on the table yeah. and they turn into big 10 rings. And I'm like, how is that even possible? We played <laughs> at Kentucky. And I still would not agree to go to the big 10. Uh, I would hate Maryland- it. Hate it. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I understand in the word, speaking of, you know, like history in the South, look, I, I, I refuse to S-E-C-E-D. I refuse to secede. <laughs> I refuse to go All to right. the SEC. I just want that to be pointed out. They're like, yeah. I'm not saying that the answer is the SEC, and that, that for sure is not. The answer is that North Carolina, Virginia, Duke, Georgia Tech, Clemson, I, I can list every one of the – All the Raycom it, hits. And it, it, it should have been – and it should be Maryland. Maryland yeah. should be in the ACC. We should just hold because what we have cachet. We have, like you said, it's not even about money to us. We have so much money. You know how expensive it is to come out of state into Virginia. You know how yes, many rich I, I am well there? aware. I'm Zach, you well know. aware. <laughs> Zach, you know. We, we got money. We got Zach's money. Yeah, yeah. We got Zach's money. We got Street Milan's money that Zach's paying for. Exactly. Like we, we, the, the schools in the ACC, in my opinion, I think the the best thing that the ACC can do, and I know it's like the worst advice in these times, but it's just to hold. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just hold. You know what I mean? Like. In Game of Thrones, like we are Hodor, you know what I mean? Like hold the door, All right. you know what I mean? Don't don't let anything tear us up. And in fact, let an alliance. Like I, I like what the alliance is. The alliance yeah. to me is a hold. You know what I mean? It's a yeah. handshake deal. We we've made no actual agreements. There are no actual obligations. We are supposed to be working together. We hope that that works out. But at the end of the day, we're all just holding and waiting and seeing because it did. You know, when you look at Texas and Oklahoma. Yes, the SEC is going to be this powerhouse, but how many people can eat out of the pot? You know what I mean? Yeah. And be happy. It, it's it, there's too many people that are trying to eat. Like Alabama yeah. wants to eat, Florida wants to eat, Georgia wants to eat, Tennessee wants to eat, and they all expect to be getting first portion. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 somebody's going to have. And Texas A&M wants first portion, and Arkansas wants first. I mean, 
that is a nightmare to me. And that's why I don't want to do some sort of super conference where it's two super conferences because I don't want to be fighting against UCLA for resources. Yeah. They live in Los Angeles. Like they have, an, <laughs> they do have a little bit of an upper hand when you yeah. talk about like yeah. selling something, you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that won't be fun. Oregon, as soon as they're in our conference, Nike is now not going to be funneling the same money that they do to Duke in North Carolina and Virginia because yeah. They have stake in Oregon, right? Yeah, so like, yeah. There's all these dominoes that come with, with all of a super conference that I don't even want to deal with, even with the Big Ten, right? If Virginia and North Carolina go to the Big Ten, we are, you know, these Midwest people who are more redneck than anybody I know in the South are going to act like they're better than us. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like these people that eat like, you know, noodles and gravy with no seasoning on it are going to be looking at us like we suck. You know what I mean? And like, I can't have that. No, I, I can't be a part of that. Um, no. So all that to say, I hope we hold. I, it's a it's a large conversation. I have heard some of the crazy, like you guys don't even understand, like because Titus and I will talk to some of these like former commissioners or yeah. like, you know, we'll like ask her like, hey, what do you think this could look like? Some of the ideas that these people throw out are just so ludicrous and so stupid. And like you said, all about money. <laughs> and and you just really hope that like those aren't the ones that go through. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, Oklahoma and Texas have already shown us that the crazy ideas can happen. Um, I, if I were a Texas fan, I would not be excited. I, no, I man, they're going to go five and seven or whatever. Even, even if even if they do, let's just say, even if Nick Saban leaves Alabama and goes to Texas and makes mm-hmm. Texas the, the preeminent school in the SEC, it, it's like it, even at that point, like you're sharing – with so many other powerhouses and they are preying on your like downfall. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's, yeah, it's sick. It's yeah. sick. I, I don't like it, but that's oh, conference gosh. realignment. That's the, that's the world of college sports, everybody. Well, I, I appreciate those wise words. <laughs> Hopefully they are listened to by, by those people. They will, not those be. Decisions. Yeah, they will not be. They don't care about us. That's Someday the, we'll the be in charge. They will come and ask and, and then we'll, we'll yeah. have, we'll have some sense. We need sense. Jay Billis in charge. Uh, so he can just <laughs> yell, yell at everybody. That's I love it. Want. Well, Tate, I know, I know we got to let you go. Um, there's so many, I've got so many other questions. We'll just have to say, I'll come like, back. I'll yeah. come back. Why are kids committing to play for John Shire first? You know, like when you hold that, we'll come back to it. You come back in basketball hey, season. I, I think uh, you know how you know what that goes. I mean, it's yeah. called the BAG. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it's brought to you by Nike. <laughs> so true. Well, thanks again, friend. We, we very much appreciate it. Uh, looking forward to the game Saturday night. We promise to be nice in yes. victory or defeat either way, as, as I would expect of our classy classy rivalry between our two yes. public ivies i i do think that there is like the chance that north carolina fans finally like go a little blue collar in this game you know what i mean like there you might see some of they call them walmart fans like you might see some of like some yeah. of the wine and cheese crowd might be hyping up the walmart fans you know what i mean like we, we might need them in this game because we need i think energy. you do so, I apologize in advance. If if, if the one, <laughs> my, my family's not going to be at the game. Uh, they got a wedding to go to, so they, oh. they usually would be in the building, but they wow. won't be there. They'll be watching on their phones. So, um, you know that that could be good news or bad news. Who knows? But at the end of the day, we need to get loud in Keenan. And uh, like you said, we'll be good sports regardless. If you guys win six in a row, you can send me the Michael Jordan six. You know, <laughs> like you, you can send me that, um, and I won't even be upset. I'll just be impressed. <laughs> all right fair enough well we'll get you back uh, in basketball season my friend and uh until then uh 
Uh, we'll keep listening to Tyson Tate and football football school. Listen, I've, I've enjoyed the football school apps, man. It's, it's been fun. I, I like hearing the other side. So make sure if you're yeah. listening to this and you haven't checked it out, uh, make sure you, you give that a listen on uh, your favorite podcast. Chris, app. Chris Long, uh, number 91 and a Virginia legend was just on the show. So uh, yeah, go, go listen to Chris Long. Talk about how great North Carolina is. Just kidding. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. All right, brother. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again to uh, Tate for coming on the show, Zach, man. That was a lot of fun. Do you have fun? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's great talking to Tate. It's the first Love time it. I've talked to him and, and uh, yeah, it's a lot of I fun. Just, Can't we, wait for this weekend. I, I know you're the same. We could just talk and talk and talk about, <laughs> <laughs> about football, but really the, you know, even the, the realignment and, and obviously when we get into basketball season. So uh, it's got me energized too. Uh, like Tate said, he, th- this was getting him hyped for the game Saturday. I'm hyped now. If you're listening, I hope that got you hyped too. Stay tuned to the blog. Of course, we've got some other stuff as we prepare for Saturday night's game. Uh, but we'll be back next week to hopefully about uh, to, to talk about another win. Another win in the South's oldest rivalry for the Who's. That's what we're hoping for. But until then, uh, thanks for listening, folks. And go Who's. Who's.